Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast on this lovely Thursday. I'm your host, Austin Gerke, and for today's show, it is just Update Thursday. I'm going to give you the MLB picks, I'm going to recap NBA Finals game, or not recap, not the NBA Finals, that is tonight actually with the Warriors and the Celtics. The Warriors can wrap it up tonight, which I do believe, I'm going to jump right in right away. I do believe the Warriors will wrap it up tonight. Not only will the prediction be right, will Steph Curry go for 43 points, you know, bouncing back from his awful game five where it snapped his, what, 27 straight games of making at least a three-pointer? He will. Will he do 43 points like he did in game four? No, I think he'll probably at least get 30. Clay get 25. Jordan Poole has to at least at least get 20, and then Draymond, double-double, 16 and 10. As far as the actual score, will the Warriors win by 10 like they did back in Game 5 on Monday? Uh, no. Not, not in the sense. I think first team to 100 will win, so I'm going to go Warriors 100, Celtics 92. 100 to 92. The Warriors wrap it up. They get their fourth title in, I believe, eight years. Because you go back to 2015 when they won the first one. So I'm going to go Warriors in six, wrap it up tonight. And then when we get to prediction Friday, I'll just recap it then. If there is a game seven, then I'll pick that tomorrow. But as far as tonight goes, I'm going to go Warriors 100, Celtics 92. Wrap it up. The Warriors will get their fourth title in eight years. And and Steph Curry will at least... Will he be one of the considered one of the top ten of all time? Um, you can make the argument that he will if he wins this one. But I don't think he's top five. I do think he could squeal his way into the top ten. But if they win tonight... He's just made the top 10, but I don't think he'll ever get to the point in his career where people will consider him a top 5. But for my NBA fans tonight, I've got the Warriors winning 192, wrapping up the series, and then I'll see the NBA fans back in October. As far as the NHL goes, Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Finals was underway last night, and thanks to Andre Barakovsky, the Avalanche have won their I believe it's their third. No, they had an overtime game in uh, the St. Louis series. In fact, I think they had two. They went one and one that time. So, yeah, it is their fourth overtime game. It's their fourth overtime in the playoffs. Third win, because I don't think Nashville got them into overtime in round one. But, as I said, Colorado has every advantage in the book. They had more shots on goal. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky looked like the worn-down goaltender. Granted, he still might be a little better. Darcy Kemper hadn't been in goal in a month and gave up three goals. Not bad. And Avs fans, I warned you, and I was watching that sec. I was watching that first period. That's what... What I saw in the first period is exactly what almost made me pick Colorado at the start of the series. You're fast, you were physical, 
You took it to Tampa right away. But the ultimate reason why I chose Tampa is what you saw in the second period. They can punch back, and once Vasilevsky sets in and he gets settled, it's going to be a much closer series. And, like I said, first team to four goals. I said it on Tuesday when I did the preview, but first team to four goals is going to win the East games in each of this series. And like I said, even off camera, I was even talking to my dad about this. This will be a seven-game series. And it will, considering both teams defensively were pretty even. If you look at the overtime stuff, yes, Colorado had more scoring chances and more shots. But most of that third period was spent in the neutral zone where nobody had really a whole lot of opportunities, no transitions, very few mush-type scrum-level shots, and I expect maybe another overtime game for Game 2. Now, I'm not going to pick that winner yet, but right now, if I had to, I'll go with the Avs to take a 2-0 lead because that team does play different in Denver, albeit they're undefeated on the road, and Game 3 of that series will be on Monday. But right now, if the Avalanche continue to play like they did in that first period of Game 1 yesterday, this series might be over before Sat. Uh, it might be over early. I hope not. I mean, Tampa did punch back in Period 2 to make me wrote, yep, I'm actually pretty confident with my pick. Even with the overtime goal, I still think Tampa could win game two. But, of course, I'm not finalizing that pick yet anytime soon. But that is the recap for game number one. Again, game number two will be this Saturday, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on ABC. And I'll get you guys ready for that tomorrow. I'm going to wrap, well, not wrap up. I still got to do the major league picks yeah, I'm going to give you the Major League Baseball picks to wrap this up. And then I'll do a couple headline stories, see what's catching my eye right now. And then I'll be out of here. But let me go ahead and give you guys the picks and the rapid-fire stuff in the baseball world. Uh, let's see. Get into the MLB app. Sometimes when I'm going through my phone, I always forget where I put these apps. But here we go. Going to open it up, give you the five games. Of course, game number one is the Rays and Yankees. Final game of a three-game set in the middle of this week. The Yankees have won the first two, outscoring the Tampa Bay Rays 6-3. Nestor Cortez was not the nasty Nestor himself. He still gave up a run in five and a third, four hits. So a solid, a solid day for Cortez, who, and I will say this until... Uh, the starting pitchers are announced for the All-Star Game in L.A. on July 19th. But Nestor should be starting the All-Star Game. But either way, let's get to the list. Uh, Rays-Yankees game number one. Brewers-Mets game number two. The Brewers, are the, they're off their schneid. They did win yesterday. I don't know if they're going to get back into a hot streak, but... Brewers-Mets, game number two. Angels-Mariners, game number three. How many games are left? Wow, they're... Well, so the game list that is left is actually shorter than when it started. So, you know what? Normally, for those that are new to this show, 
uh, during the week, I'll give you five games to watch, and I'll just throw some commentary on the team when I feel necessary. But since this list is so short, I might as well give the picks for all these matchups. Again, Yankees, Rays, I'm going to take the Yankees for the sweep, although Severino is on the hill tonight. So I don't, let's see. Yeah, Severino against Jalen Beeks, or, oh, they're going to go with Clark Schmidt. I thought they'd go with Severino. I wonder what happened there. Uh, oh, they're not even going to mention that, are they? Or are they just giving them a day off? I'm going to take a quick look. Because I just want to see if they're even going to mention that Severino. Because Clark Schmidt, Clark Schmidt is going to get the start today against Jalen Beeks. I do think the Rays might end up winning this game. If they don't, then this has been a special season so far. But I'm going to go with the Yankees over the Rays, of course. And they won't tell me why Severino's not going to get the start. But... Hmm, I'm going to go ahead and pick out the rest of them. Uh, Phillies, Nationals. I'm going to go with the Phillies. The hot Phillies. They're going to get that win there. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rangers over the Tigers. And the Mets over the Brewers. And the Angels, although they lost two games to the Dodgers and almost gave up a no-no to Tyler Anderson. But thanks to Shohei Otani, the no-no got broken up. And actually, Otani got his first triple of the season last night as well. So Otani is doing Otani things. But the team, as usual, is not. But anyway, I'm going to go with the Angels to snap their little three-game losing streak over the Mariners tonight. And as far as the games that are done today, I've got the A's over the Red uh, the A's beat the Red Sox 4-3. Padres beat the Cubs 6-4. The Orioles beat the Blue Jays 10-2. The Guardians beat the Rockies 4-2. Wow, that is it. So of the four games that are done, Red Sox again lose to the A's 4-3. Padres beat the Cubs 6-4. The Orioles beat the Blue Jays 10-2. And the Guardians beat the Rockies 4-2. So that is your MLB wrap-up for today. I will see you guys tomorrow for your six-pack of games to watch throughout the weekend. Since it is Father's Day, there's some six games you and your father can enjoy over the weekend. Alrighty, let's see how much time I have left. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go through the news, see what's popping in the sports world today if not then i'll just wrap it up here but okay don't care let's see uh it was just nails their breaking news that the 2026 world cup cities are here let's see there are going to be 16 cities that are going to host the world cup uh, for those that don't know, you got the World Cup this year in Qatar. It'll be in the fall because it's too hot in the summer over there. So they moved the World Cup to the fall. But in 2026, it'll be a united front between Canada, the United States, and Mexico to host the 2026 World Cup. 
and they've revealed all the host cities, the 11 venues in the U.S., three in Mexico, and two in Canada. Uh, FIFA announced that the 16 North American cities that will host matches for the 2026 World Cup with 11 venues chosen in the United States, three in Mexico, and two in Canada. The 2026 World Cup will be the first tournament hosted by three nations and also the first that will expand to 48 teams in competition. The cities officially selected to host the World Cup matches in the U.S. are New York, New Jersey, L.A., Dallas, San Francisco, Miami, Atlanta, Seattle, Houston, Philly, Kansas City, and Boston. The host of the 90... Okay. The cities officially scheduled to host the World Cup matches in Mexico and Canada are Guadalajara, Monterey, uh, ben, uh, Mexico City, Toronto, and Vancouver. The following candidates missed out on the selection. Baltimore, D.C., Orlando, Cincy, Nashville, Denver, and Edmonton. From the original United 2026 bid from the three nations, 60 games are set up to be played in the U.S., while Mexico and Canada will each get 10 matches. Once the tournament reaches the quarterfinal stage, all remaining Knockout round games will be held in the U.S. Uh, originally starting with, okay, starting candidates from 44 cities and 49 stadiums across North America. The process to select venues began in, okay, so now they just go to the process where it started in 2017. I believe that the selection of the World Cup was in 2019. But either way, Congratulations to all those venues that will be hosting the World Cup in 2026. And that will be four years away. But at least that's breaking news up to this point. Until then, let's see what else. John Tortorella will now be in Philly. He just agreed to a four-year deal. I want to see how much. Uh, Flyers have agreed to a four-year Deal with John Tortorella to be the head coach. Tortorella most recently coached the Blue Jackets for six seasons. Uh, Tortorella has also coached the Lightning. Okay, got it. The Flyers coach Alain Vigneault on December 6th. Mid okay, they fired coach Alain Vigneault. Okay, got it. So congratulations to Tortorella. Uh, I don't think it'll help the Flyers make the playoffs, but at least that's somebody that has experience and all that good stuff. The Flyers are among the NHL's most disappointing teams this season. Okay, got it. Sorry, I'm just running through these stories, seeing if it's any more exciting. Uh, otherwise, no, we're good. All right, cool. With that, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for Prediction Friday. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. 
If you have an Alexa-enabled device, just say, hey, Alexa, play the Austin's Audit podcast on Amazon Music. And if you have a Google Chromecast device, just do the same thing. Just say, okay, Google, play the Austin's Audit podcast on Google Podcasts. You can also listen to this show on Pandora, SoundCloud, and Samsung Music as well. Uh, If you want to watch this show and see this beautiful mug and this beautiful uh, closet door behind me, or even this flag to my left and see this show as it is with this beautiful mug, you can follow me on Rumble using my username ADGERKE. That is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's rumble.com. Once you get there, create your account and search for the username ADGERKE. That is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 387 episodes of this lovely podcast. To follow this show on social media, either do it on the Facebook page, which is The Austin's Audit Podcast, or you can follow me on Instagram by either... Or you can follow the show on Instagram by either searching for the hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast... Again, that's hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. Or you can search for me directly at Austi Spamanti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. For post-episode interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. Alright, with that said, thank you guys for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. Oh, actually, I totally blanked out. Um, Before I do leave, I knew I was missing something. Before I do leave, let me give you a quick U.S. Open update. Yes, the golf tournament, not uh, any other event, not the tennis one. That's in September. I knew I was forgetting something. Uh, Let me do the update as it is right now. Right now, it's Hadwin at four under. Taryn Lindgren, let's see, McElroy is minus three, so he's a stroke back. Um, John Rahm is one under, so right now he's three back. But that is your update right now. Let me click and see who, or not Rory. Um, what is this? Hmm... Adam Hadwin. Okay. Adam Hadwin is leading the U.S. Open at four under right now. Let's see where he's at. He's through 13 holes, so he's on the 14th right now. So it's not official yet, but right now Adam Hadwin is leading the U.S. Open at four under. So that is your last update. I knew I was forgetting something. But thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit podcast. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And bye. Bye now.